Welcome to Come Follow Me, Mental Health Insights with Dr. David Morgan. Each week we'll review a concept from the Come Follow Me lesson and talk about applications to improve our mental and emotional health. Hi, welcome to episode 22. This week we're studying Joshua chapters 1 through 8 and chapters 23 through 24. And as with previous weeks, this is the only week we're discussing the book of Joshua. And the book of Joshua is the first of what are described as the historical books of the Old Testament. It just kind of means they read more like a journal. Um, in the five books of Moses, we did have some historical aspects, but there was a lot of time devoted to the law and the construction of the tabernacle. And this really is more just kind of what, what the children of Israel were going through. Um, there is evidence that part of the book may have been written by Joshua himself, but we don't know if he's the only author. And uh, But what we do know about Joshua is that he was a valiant follower of Jehovah, and he was picked by God to be the prophet after Moses. And so Moses' uh, reign, tenure, um, ends with the book of Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy 31, 7 through 8, it says, And Moses called unto Joshua, and he said unto him, In the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of a good courage. For thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is that doth go before thee. He will be with thee, he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. It's an important and this is a very important principle to understand. It's this idea of having purpose in our lives. So Moses, in these last verses, told Joshua that one of his main purposes in leading the people was to drive out the current Canaanites. And if you remember, the spies of Israel, at least 10 of them, came back and said that the Canaanites were like giants and that the Israelites were grasshoppers in their sight. So uh, there, there's a, a formidable task that's ahead of them. But Moses reminded Joshua that his call came from God, and with that being the case, that Joshua would not fail as long as he had faith and did his part. And our lives are exactly the same. We have things that we are called to do by God. We have personal purposes in our lives that help us become more like him and that also help others in their progression. Oftentimes, uh, these purposes are described as spiritual gifts. These are talents and abilities that we've been given by God in order to accomplish things. If we don't know what our purpose is, then we are likely to make very little pro progress. Uh, in my psychology practice, um, I have dealt with populations for many years that are just completely stuck. And one of the reasons, and they repeat it over and over again to me, is that they do not feel like they have any purpose in life. And weeks turn into months and years without them making any significant growth or progress. Um, towards becoming better people or or even just any progress at all and and my heart truly aches for these people because i know that they have a purpose every single one of us who has come to this earth has a purpose they can't see their purpose and they are squandering precious time to become better sometimes serious mental health issues like anxiety and depression can cloud our sense of divine purpose and that's one of the reasons it's so important to try to make forward movement each day to manage these conditions. Uh, and you say, Brother Morgan, yeah, but my anxiety is really significant. My depression is really significant. I totally understand. 
I'm not saying that you need to change that by tomorrow. I'm saying that every day you should be trying to do something to make a little bit of forward progress. Those little gains multiplied over time can become significant. Satan would have us believe that a little gain is nothing. He says, what's the point of moving forward one inch? That doesn't really get you anywhere because he knows that one inch over the course of five years turns into miles. He doesn't want us to move that one inch because he knows that the potential of that. So I want you to know that you have a purpose, a very specific purpose. And if you don't know what that is already, and you probably have multiple purposes. Um, and if you don't know what they are, then I, I encourage you to make it a matter of diligent prayer and reflection. And it could take some time to get your answer. Elder Bednar has described Revelation as um, the rising of the sun and where it's dark and then eventually it becomes light, but it's just little by little. Uh, in that period of time when the sunrise happens. And for me, Revelation most often works like that. It's just this gradual understanding that comes upon me as I am listening, as I'm trying to be attentive to the voice of the Spirit. And then six months later, I have this clear view of what needs to happen. I promise you the Lord will teach you in his way. So with an understanding of his purpose, Joshua was ready to take on the large task of inheriting the promised land and clearing out those who were already there. Um, which may seem a little strange to us, but it was God's purpose for them at the time. The first challenge was to get the children of Israel across the River Jordan. The scriptures say that the river was swollen and overflowing, probably was a pretty looked like a pretty formidable task. But armed with purpose, Joshua told those who, who bore the Ark of the Covenant to walk into the river and wait. And here's what happened in Joshua 3, 14 and 16. And it came to pass when the people were removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as they that bear the ark were coming to Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the water, in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all its his banks all at the time of harvest, that the water which came down from above and stood and rose upon a heap very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zaratan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt of the sea, failed and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. He told the people bearing the ark to go and stand in the water, and then the Lord would part the water. I've always wondered, how far did they have to go into the water? Did their feet sink into the mud? Did they think this is dumb? This isn't going to work? How long did it take for them to stand there before the miracle? That's a pattern throughout Scripture. Most of the time we have to wait for the miracle, testing our faith in the meantime. And then that sequence repeats in a different way in Joshua chapter 6. This is when they're trying to take the city of Jericho one of the first cities in Canaan they had to overthrow. And, and you know what happened? He said, I want you to walk around the city six times and um, the men of war. And then on the seventh day, you walk around it seven times and then you blow your horns. And in verse five of Joshua six, it says, and it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and we hear, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Again, we're dealing with a situation that doesn't make any sense. Walls don't fall down because you shout and you march and you blow trumpets, but walls do fall down because we obey the voice of the Lord. Sometimes in our journey to improve mental health, we might receive revelation that seems contrary to conventional wisdom. Don't mind that. Make sure that you make sure you know how to hear the word of the Lord so that you know what revelation you're getting. And when you hear him, follow what he says. It's through obedience that the blessing is unleashed. That's how the rivers part and the cities are destroyed because of our faith. 
When you have a sense of purpose and you follow the revelation you receive, there is no obstacle you can't overcome. And when I read these stories, I'm filled with hope for my own life and I'm filled with hope for yours as well. I really want you to feel that sense of hope and anticipation because the Lord is going to redeem you and it's going to be awesome. And you'll have to do your part as well, of course, but I can't wait for the final chapters when we can see what we've all become. So here's your weekly invitation and just a general reminder about them. You don't have to do all of them. It can be overwhelming. So prayerfully consider which ones might be good for you. And um, over the weeks, you might find some patterns emerge, things that you feel you need to work on more consistently. So I invite you to think about that. And here's this week's invitation. See if you can identify one of your divine purposes. This could be anything. It could be being a friend to others, sharing the gospel, being a good parent, doing temple and family history work, overcoming mental and emotional challenges, whatever it is, try to identify one of your divine purposes. If you don't feel like you have one, you are wrong. You do have one. And so maybe you need to spend some time on your knees and reflecting and figure out what that purpose is. So once you've identified one of those purposes that you have, now think about a challenge that you face in life and consider what, how your purpose and your talents um, will help you manage those. Try to be optimistic and positive about this. If you say, I have no spiritual gifts or talents, you're wrong about that too, because we all do, and they're amazing. And then just write down some thoughts about how your spiritual gifts and your purpose can help you overcome challenges and move towards what Heavenly Father would have you be. I do have some free worksheets you can download to help you remember and implement this week's and former week's invitations. To find out how to get these, please sign up for my email newsletter. You can find the link for this in the show notes. Also, please subscribe so you can easily access new episodes each week and share this podcast with others if you find it helpful. Thanks for listening. And until next time, this is Dr. David Morgan reminding you that change is possible, but change requires action and to always keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, please visit Dr. Morgan's website at www.ldspsychologist.com.